It's a pretty good winter storm, but it sure as heck doesn't feel like January. This is way over our heads. It's Weather and Climate Podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, it seems like we're entering into an unusual time right now on, on so many levels, but let's stick with the the meteorological <laughs> levels right now. <laughs> yeah, how odd that it, something strange or unusual would happen in this decade. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally off, totally, you know, unexpected. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, we're sort of expecting the unexpected. It is strange. I mean, have you noticed how mild it is? Well, yesterday, weren't we into the 40s in parts of Minnesota? It certainly was mild here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, I mean, 15 to 20 degrees above normal across the state, you know, Duluth and International Falls. I mean, you know, we we always get kind of wrapped up in where we are. We get that myopia, but truthfully, the the difference between what we're experiencing and what's normal is even larger as you go farther north. So this is one of the warmest um, Januarys on record so far for International Falls. Um, Duluth is up there. You know, we're kind of above the 80th or 85th percentile in the Twin Cities, but it's just, it's been warm. I mean, we're running, you know, routinely 10 to 15 degrees above normal for the daily average temperature. And that's all adding up. We have not had many single digit days, let alone sub-zero days this month. Um, it's just been, just been mild. And Kenny, aren't we approaching what would typically be the coldest period of winter? Yeah, kind of depending on which way you do the stats. It's really those last two weeks of January. And maybe you could tilt it a little closer to the center. But I mean, it's it's essentially we're in it now. And around the end of the month, we kind of start to come out of it. But just like summer, you know, you can get cold anytime after about December 1. And you can remain pretty dang cold right through February. But the peak of that season is definitely yeah we're we're in it right now so so it is odd because we have very mild conditions and there's a fairly major winter storm coming and i think what's so what's so bizarre to me jim is if if we were to play a game where we described what was going to happen and then just asked okay well what'll happen next so if you said well there's going to be you know it's going to be snowing heavily and they're going to be northerly, that's important, northerly winds in southwestern Minnesota, gusting to 50 miles an hour, and it's January. What happens next? I would definitely think that what's going to happen next is you're going to have people who are stranded on the roads, and they're probably going to succumb to hypothermia, frostbite, and maybe even death, because usually when the winds blow, howl out of the north, 50 miles an hour in January, you have a major cold front coming through. And this is not the case. We're actually going to have really strong winds with heavy snow in parts of Minnesota on Thursday night and into Friday. The temperatures are only going to drop into the 20s and maybe the teens. And it's just not going to pack that sort of cold punch that you normally get with a major winter storm in this region, especially a major winter storm in this region in the middle of winter. So it is 
kind of an oddball in in a lot of ways. That's just one of the ways. But it's this uh, warm, mild condition and a winter storm forming in that warm and mild condition with really no access to cold air. And so all of its intensification is being forced by these uh, winds aloft that are allowing it to intensify. But there's really nothing at the surface. So instead of having, remember in December, Jim, when we had that huge blizzard and the temperatures dropped, you know, 45, 50, 55 degrees, nothing like that. I mean, here we're looking at at the height of the storm, the temperatures are still going to remain around freezing. Maybe they'll be in the upper 20s. And even as the colder air pushes in, you know, in most of Minnesota, they'll remain in the 20s on Friday. And it won't really get cold. Uh, over the weekend, but, you know, maybe you get into the single digits or, you know, plus or minus uh, right around zero, but nothing too remarkable. So this is a strange one. Well, I've noticed already this morning, we're recording the morning of uh, the 14th of January, and I went out to uh, grab a drink of uh, soda earlier this morning, and we had uh, what appeared to be sleet coming down. And now here in South Minneapolis, that seems to have transformed in the last, oh, half an hour or so to snow. So we're going to have a mixture of precipitation types in the storm system, correct, Kenny? Yeah, there, because there is that, you know, the, when the precipitation starts falling, there's some evaporation that happens outside of the water droplets, and that cools the air a little bit and causes the temperatures to drop a little bit further and often will change that kind of marginal sleet or rain over to snow. It's why you see that progression pretty regularly in the, especially in the shoulder seasons around winter, but in the winter too, where it's, you know, raining and then it turns into snow. Um, But there isn't a lot of cold air working into the system. So when it's not snowing hard, it might transition in some cases back into drizzle or snow mixed with uh, rain or drizzle. And the areas that get hit hardest are going to see mostly or entirely snow. But yeah, this is going to be also a prolonged affair. So there's kind of four things, three or four things that are strange about this event. One is that, you know, we've got this band of precipitation moving through. This is Thursday morning. And after it pushes to the east, it's either going to let up a little bit or or entirely quiet down for a small number of hours and then come back from the east later this afternoon. It's because this low pressure area is actually kind of dive bombing from Winnipeg into southeastern Wisconsin, but it's going to be more intense in southeastern Wisconsin than it was up in Winnipeg. And so you get this first push of precipitation and it kind of moves east, but then you get a second one that comes back almost like a boomerang as the system intensifies and its circulation expands and the the precipitation shield that's associated with it grows and intensifies and expands westward. So we're going to see precipitation passing through us from west to east and then coming back from the east later Thursday into Thursday night and Friday. And that leads us to the second piece of this that is pretty unusual, which is this is a prolonged affair. Uh, I would say that the average location in Minnesota is going to see over 24 hours of at least intermittent precipitation. So this isn't one of those six-hour quick-hitting events. It's it's going to be over a day in a lot of places. 
And so we're going to see the totals adding up, um, especially once the snow starts coming down. Uh, so this is a, a several inch type of affair for most of Minnesota. Basically, you know, it's always iffy if Duluth is going to get involved, even if they're not in the main storm track. They have so much else working in their favor with the lake and the upslope conditions. But uh, basically, this is the southern two-thirds of Minnesota. And most of that area is going to see, you know, a few inches of snow or more. Parts of southern Minnesota, especially south of the Twin Cities, is going to probably see over six, maybe even eight to 12 inches of snow. Uh, Twin Cities area, I'd be comfortable saying four to eight inches. But again, it's not going to be constant snow. There's going to be these breaks. We might even see it uh, give over to a little bit of drizzle, freezing drizzle at times when the snow lets up. Uh, and you're going to, my, my prediction is we're going to see kind of a strange, if anyone looks at the, the kind of final pattern of snowfall accumulations, it's not going to be one of those things where there's just a smooth gradient from north to south with a constant increase. It's going to be kind of a wide area of three or four or five inches of snow. And then within that, there are going to be other areas that, you know, little stripes and corridors and arcs where, where you see six, seven, eight, nine, ten inches of snow. So it'll be interesting. Um, major winter storm, especially out in southwest Minnesota, where the winds are going to be absolutely howling uh, on Thursday, Thursday night, and Friday morning. Talking about Gusts that could exceed 50 miles an hour. So they're going to, they're in full on blizzard conditions expected there. Do not drive, especially after dark. West of the Twin Cities is a no no. Also, south of the Twin Cities, probably a no no too. I wouldn't be surprised if some of those areas get included in the current blizzard warning. So think Oatana, Albert Lee, even Mankato. It will be tough driving, especially after about 4 p.m. on Thursday. Twin Cities area won't see as much winds. And again, our, our snow totals are a little iffier. But this is a big storm. The only thing missing, which is the kind of final thing that makes it odd, is that there's there's not that cold air coming in that you normally see. Now, we have another uh, potential storm system on the horizon around the 20th or so, correct? Yeah, that one's been kind of bobbing and weaving, and it's hard to know exactly um, where it's going to go about 10 days ago. Five days ago to 10 days ago, this thing looked like a bomb. And it looked like, wow, we've got this thing that's really going to kick off winter. And then it's kind of gone through uh, some variations on the models. And it'll take another two days or so before we really get a sense of if this thing's even going to move through the region and hit us or if it's going to move to the south or if it's not going to really materialize. But uh, certainly some potential for another weather system about five to six days off from now. And Kenny, when does this all exit the Twin Cities area? Well, I mean, we're in winter, so hopefully, you know, we get wintry weather on and off for the, for the next two, three months. <laughs> but the, uh, the weather system itself, really, I wouldn't be surprised. In parts of southern Minnesota, for listeners who are south of the Twin Cities or basically Twin Cities on south, I wouldn't be surprised if it's snowing on and off at least through most of Friday during the daylight hours. I would say, though, by Friday night, the winds will be backing off and the snow will really have let up. And for, you know, much of Minnesota, uh, maybe you expect it to be over by late morning or around noon on Friday. But again, parts of southern Minnesota, it's going to keep snowing and you're going to see an additional inch or two on Friday. This isn't 
you know, a classical snowstorm, a lot of times when we get our big ones, Jim, they're kind of intensifying as they move through the region and they move kind of quickly. And then you get the cold air pouring in behind it and windy conditions for a day or so. This is really going to be that the storm is going to peak and also die while it's still in the region. And so it's not going to leave us with much in the way of winds or cold air once it's done. So needless to say, if you are out on the roads, be careful. Road conditions may be slippery. And in parts of Minnesota, particularly southwest Minnesota, we're talking blizzard conditions, potential whiteout, correct? Yeah, yeah. I would actually expect whiteout conditions. You know, we we usually don't talk too much about National Weather Service products on the podcast just because they they change. And by the time we get this thing posted, um, some of the warnings or watch details would change. But west and southwest of the Twin Cities, I mean, there's a large part of Minnesota that is in a blizzard warning. And that basically means you will not be able to travel. It's not travel not advised. It's like it's likely that roads will get closed from blowing and drifting snow. It's likely that roads would be closed because there's too many accidents from the cars that are trying to drive. Expect in those areas at the height of the storm, expect visibilities to be under 100 feet. The kind of situation where if you if you're, you can't see in front of you and it makes driving almost impossible. So yeah, I, I would say that's the main hazard out of the Twin Cities, especially you know, from Hutchinson, I think the warnings go right up to Hutchinson. So into McLeod County, west to the South Dakota border, down to the Iowa border from there, along and southwest of the Minnesota River. And then again, even over to parts of South Central Minnesota, I wouldn't be surprised to see blizzard-like conditions in Albert Lee and Oatana in those parts of Southern Minnesota where, you know, open areas uh, do collect a lot of blowing snow. So Pretty dangerous storm here in the Twin Cities. It'll be slushy, slippery, uh, but a much different scenario than uh, out to the west and south. Well, certainly be cautious, stay safe, avoid travel if at all possible, particularly in the areas we just talked about. And Kenny, let's you and I reconvene early next week. We will talk about how this storm played out and uh, see what the potential is for some more activity around the 20th or so of January. Yeah, very good. Well, uh, yeah, and if if anything really big comes up, and I guess it's just worth mentioning that everyone's been talking about and watching for signs of a polar vortex, and most folks here uh, associate polar vortex with very cold air. But it's worth pointing out that, you know, polar vortices are kind of a normal part of our climate, and they don't always connote exceptionally cold air. The Basically, the, the densest and fiercest part of the uh, broken polar vortex has to kind of pass over your region for you to get the cold air, but they have this very expansive circulation. So you could be in a polar vortex dominated pattern and not have the coldest air in the continent like we did in 2014 or 2019. And And that's important because we're still watching for a potential polar vortex episode, but we don't really know exactly where it's going to, where it's going to take aim and who it's going to affect the most and what it means for us. But if we do get into that pattern, Jim, it does tend to make us snowier. So we'd be having more of these discussions about, uh, about impending snowstorms, which is interesting because all it seems to me, I don't know what you think, but it seems like it's just been dull. And then you get this big storm 
and then go back to having nothing to talk about for a couple of weeks. And then there's another big storm. And uh, I guess if we switch into a more of a polar vortex dominated pattern, then at a minimum, we would have more, you know, light and moderate snowfalls uh, in between the bigger ones to talk about. Well, Kenny, stay safe and uh, be careful out there. And we will check in with you next week. Yeah, very good. Good talking with you, Jim. And you stay safe also. This is Way Over Our Heads, Weather and Climate Podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. We'll talk to you next week.